we only ever achieve what's already in our destiny. Yes. Our foresight, or a shortfall in my opinion, my life is that we don't actually know what's in our destiny. So we meander left, right, left, right. And when you sometimes see it within somebody, which I saw in you, you've got an infectious smile. When I saw that and I said to this man, I said, you, Daniel, are going to go far. I'm joined by someone I'm proud to say a mentor. He is an award-winning entrepreneur. He is Forbes recognized, a Forbes judge, chairman, and board director of over 16 companies, and as well as a business strategy, a professional keynote speaker, a TEDx talk speaker, private mentor, and as well as an investor with over 30 years of experience in the business and coaching and speaking industry, Mr. Suki. Are you thinking about building your wealth? Are you thinking about where to start or not knowing where to start in your wealth creation journey? At Property Wealth Education, we teach people how to get started, how to build an empire, and how to invest passively and actively using property in your wealth creation. Month in, month out, week in, week out, we have curated courses that is available to you, free and paid, and through our upgraded mentorship program, The Wealth Circle. So if you're thinking of building your wealth, we want to invite you to click on a, a link below the show notes on this video uh, to book a call with us. We'd like to have a chat to help you start to build your wealth, build a legacy for yourself and your family. Perfectly Come said. On. You smashed it there. <laughs> Absolutely perfectly said. I'm not sure about all of the rest of the stuff that's been shared there, but uh, you know, I'm just a humble human being who's taken a journey and been blessed with seven generations of knowledge with our elders. Yeah. Um, for that, I'm eternally grateful for. So please, thank you. This episode of the Wealth and Business Podcast is brought to you by our partner and sponsor, Ramsey and White. Ramsey & White is an award-winning specialist intermediary covering property, finance, wealth management, and estate agency. The Ramsey & White team can help you secure or source funding for your buy-to-lets, your HMOs, your commercial development, holiday-lets, portfolio acquisition. They also offer financial reviews covering pension and investment. Not restricted by lenders or locations, the team at Ramsey and White will help you build momentum covering or growing your investment portfolio. Feel free to contact Ramsey and White, who is our partner and our sponsor for this episode of the Wealth and Business Podcast. The links to contacting Ramsey and White will be somewhere around the show notes. Make sure to reach out to them as these individuals, this company has actually helped me build my property portfolio over the last six years what an intro what an intro i, I had to do it because um i still i can't forget 2016 was when i first met you yes that's right and you said so many you gave me a free 15 30 minutes coaching mm. without knowing me from anywhere because i shared some great information on where I was, where I was going, what I was going through. I was still driving the yes. Uber. 
And one thing that you said, regardless of where you are now, you're going far. Mm. You said you're going far as long as you don't give up. You're going far. And I took that word with me. You opened my eyes and we were t- having a little chit chat on the backstage just now. Yes. And, and you say it's like when someone's trying to fall asleep and you wake him up and like, wake up. And, you know, you reconditioned my mind at that very, uh, you know, at that very time. And wow. it just... Truly grateful uh, for that. I'm so excited that. to be sitting with you in the studio with yourself. We're truly grateful, both myself and Gary, and we've traveled you know, a good two and a half, three hours just to be with you, yeah. you, Daniel. And that's what's making all the difference. And I remember that vividly, the time I'd just come off stage and there was a few people wanted to speak to me with great with gratitude. And uh, I needed to give you time. Yeah. And I can remember the, the, the conversation that you shared was, was so heart-wrenching and focused. And as you said yourself, sometimes you just grab somebody and unlock the greatness within them. Yeah. And that's basically the same for everybody in this room, everybody listening. Each and every one of you needs to just be held, calmed down. You need to hear the vibration of the destiny that's for you. And everybody on this earth has that destiny locked within them. What we've got to do is unlock that. And that's kind of where my journey's kind of meandered towards. I tend to sort of focus a lot around the human brain, around human psychometrics, and how to genuinely unlock human potential. Um, and with you, I can remember, it was the fact that you gave me such a strong, powerful, heart-centered understanding around the black community, about the property journeys, about the investment structures and what's lacking there, yeah. that it, it took my heart. But I did ask you two other questions, if you remember, very clearly. Yeah. And I think maybe I held you, but those two questions are what really helped you unlock yourself and then ultimately you did it yeah and the questions were something like this from my memory it was oh, well, I, i've got a bit, of a bit of a weird memory i tend to remember <laughs> things very vividly and um and i said to you i get the story i love it what's it got to do with you yes and then you kind of like slowed down a little and i said so now second what are you going to do about Talk this about and that's the greatness that happened within you you know you may be aligning it to me I believe it's the destiny, and we're going to probably go there in some conversation. We only ever achieve what's already in our destiny. Yes. Our foresight, or our shortfall, in my opinion, my humble opinion of life, is that we don't actually know what's in our destiny. So we we meander left, right, left, right. And when you sometimes see it within somebody, which I saw in you, you got an infectious little smile, and that when you showed me your colour, of your smile, of your vibrancy, of your your articulation of language and conversation. And more importantly, the mission was bigger than you. And it was a frightening mission. When I saw that and I said to this man, I said, you, Daniel, are going to go far. And that's the only reason why I said it. Sometimes you just need to be, people just need to be nudged. My late father, Randhir Singh Wahibola, a formidable business person in his own right, um, he said something very clear to me, son, sometimes you just need to nudge somebody that one degree of just a slight directional change in a hundred miles, they'll be in a completely different place. So maybe that day you got nudged, but the rest of the destiny was already yours. You know, I really like the opening of this conversation because over the years I've encountered Mm -hmm people that are also looking to tap from my point of views, direction to help them. And 
there is this impossibility regardless of how much you try to notch them to mm-hmm. take in the right direction to go and get theirs i love it and they often say oh maybe because it was you yeah and that's why you're going to the part that you're going but i don't think it's for me why do you think regardless of how people get notched to focus in the right direction but yet they think is from the eyes of the person who has a stronger experience <laughs> or actually positioning themselves in where they can actually say okay let me be part of this experience and let me go get my direction to go focus and so beautifully said the key there if anyone's listening and watching that you understand that that's you're getting to a position of unlocking your own potential and that's what Daniel's talking about here yes. is that sometimes what happens is we can get distracted if i'm correct daniel where you've got your mission you've got your vision to unlock other people given the property path get them stable in their income and their life so they can help others the question is is every one of us is built and made to help another person yes and we're here to support chaperone mentor others around us whether it's our own direct siblings children best friends whatever it is and in your case you've opened that map up into a beautiful space of taking on people you don't even know people who listen to this podcast who've got yeah. no rapport with you but they know inside they're listening that you're the person that they need to speak to others won't be listening to this podcast so how do we get the person listening viewing today to think to step up and say this is my vision my mission because that's all we've tried to do it's yeah. not about the money we definitely get paid for our jobs but we're trying to unlock people's destiny because it's locked it's there so the conversation you said is basically how do we get people to see past their own limiting beliefs yes and that's it's it's a science of human psychometrics i've written a methodology called the synergus method and what i do with them is we've taken faith spiritualism understanding and the alignment of self because sometimes people can be in a position i'm not sure if the audience can understand or have experiences i'm sure you have where sometimes you're in a position where everything seems to be going fine yeah. and it's like oh my god I, i'm on fire everything's working you know we we're, we're in this position where I I wanted my home and I've bought it you know I I wanted a car and I've got it yeah. I I I wanted an a, a evolution of of people around me and that's happened you know they're uplifting me everything's great but then you can also be stepping in another conversation where you think things aren't going right it's as I'm walking through treacle you said earlier on how do you become the honey for other thoughts and potentials to, to unlock and feed on? yeah how can you step out of this limiting belief Well, the realization is is I've, I've shared this a few times and very few in podcasts is the first time I'm sharing in a podcast and it's you who's brought this out of me Daniel <laughs> um I I really go straight into the conversation it's about human psychology and psychometrics you've got to know yourself you know I've got a, a methodology and we use disk as a framework but the product itself is synergus so if anybody wants to I'll give you the link and they can do an assessment within 30 minutes in their own time and you'll get a, a 38 page report looking as though you've been <laughs> videoed all your life as though there's been somebody on your corner taking notes of who you are as a person with just 30 minutes of your time what then happens is that you can then turn around and understand your own tendencies needs 
tendencies and habits that you've picked up over the years and understand why you have that habit. I'll talk a bit about psychology and psychometrics if you want to go there, but I'm going to go back to the explanation of understanding yourself to understand your own conscious and unconscious journey. Because the moment the second a human being, in my humble opinion, with all the thousands that I've trained, yeah. once we've got their head, which is their conscious brain, and their heart center, which is our soul, the seat of the soul, our unconscious mind, connected, as in aligned, so you could drop a penny in and go straight through, that second, that moment, you're aligned with your destiny. Yeah. You're aligned and you can see it and you can feel it and things come quickly. So is there a science that we can utilize to stop people from meandering off their destiny? Yeah. Because sometimes ego, ego is, there's two types of ego. There's an ego that keeps you preserved. The, the bit that has a name. Yeah. I am called Tuki. You are called Daniel for a reason. If you had no ego, you wouldn't have a name. You wouldn't, we wouldn't be on this podcast. Yeah. We can still be humble human beings, mm. but we need some form of identity. And this is natural and due and just and needed. So then there's the ego which blinds you. This, that ego preserves you and opens your thought process up to the world. And so you can see what's in front of you because you realize that you're something, somebody, and you actually have what you were talking about, a journey, a mission, and a purpose in yeah. life. But if you have no ego, you wouldn't have any of them. They would mean nothing. You'd have no identity. Yeah. But there's a negative ego, which is the ego, which is blind, which is starts with an I. I. Mm. I do this. I do that. I do this. And we've got a beautiful saying within the Southern Asian Hemisphere, and it says, wherever I am, I being me, there is no you, you being the divine, whichever you believe, spiritual, universe, God, everything is all correct. Wherever I am, there is no you. You're not there. Wherever you are, as in God, the divine, the universe, spiritual realm, anything outside of oneself, there is no I. So how much is it that whatever we become mm -hmm. in align our purpose has to do with spirituality all of it everything we are whether we know or do not know in my humble opinion every single human being is a spiritual being we are alive science has not cracked what actually makes us alive that buzz that when i pass which is inevitable what actually changes in my body no one knows we still can't work it out. There's plenty of parallel studies. But let's bring it back in a little bit and go back to a little bit of focus that how much has spirituality got to do with my destiny and my version of the world? Well, they both contra each other. They support each other's conversation. If you're talking about destiny and then you're not feeling you're a spiritual being, then that's a contradiction in terms. Yeah. So if you're talking about things that I want, I want then you're probably being accidentally directed away from your destiny. Where, where it comes is, you know when we were talking about just a moment ago, you said, how is it that sometimes things go smoothly and sometimes things are like walking through a treacle or yeah. mud? When we're off task and off destiny, everything's like mud because it's not in your destiny to have it. But when you're in alignment with your destiny, everything seems to happen smoothly. And we think it's a mindset thing. No, it's a spiritual connection thing. So when you're actually connecting with your inner self, you will start to see, want, understand, 
the things that are in your destiny. Yeah. And that's, what's, that's what you should be achieving. And that's where you are as a human yeah. being. I mean, that's just a, a small, light way of explaining what I'm saying. So does that kind of answer that question? I'm not sure. Yeah, it does. It does kind of answer my question because the reason why I had to ask you that question mm-hmm. is success, wealth creation, property, you know, whatever you want to become in life. Mm. You know, because I've come to a conclusion that everything that we've wanted starts from the within, like mm. the inside job. The within, yes. Yeah, the within. So if you're, you know, you, you see people sometimes, or I, like I mentor people on different things, especially when it comes to property and business. So I give an example. I mentor people on property, deal sourcing, property, buy, refurbish, mm-hmm. refinance, HMOs, just property in general. Mm-hmm. And as well as how do you build your presence so people know and like and trust and want to do business with you, which then goes into, you know, how to market your business, maybe how to brand yourself. And yeah. I talk about all these different things. And sometimes you see people saying, okay, actually I wanted to do property, but now, now I don't want to do property anymore. I want to do, I want to go and build myself a brand now so I can become a podcaster. Mm. And you see people's attention being pulled into different direction. And then you speak to the next person who actually pulls all the different things. So whether it's branding, whether it's becoming known, whether it's becoming heard or having the podcast to obviously tailor that into what they do in property. And you see that person more focused. In my case, I use myself as a case mm-hmm. study. Mm-hmm. Everything I do, whether I being a keynote speaker, whether I being a mentor, whether I being talking about branding, it's all aligned towards one, one thing, which is wealth creation through property. Mm-hmm. So it all comes back to where the direction is focused on going. But where you see some people, they never are able to pull all the puzzles together to make it a one direction. So you see them going in different directions. And I usually call this chasing so many rabbits and ending up catching any. Catching none. Yes, that's right. Yes. So if we connect spirituality, we connect our purpose, and then we obviously designed that vehicle that we wanted to create. It's all connects to who you become. Mm-hmm. How do you create that inside of you so you're not being pulled into different directions? I love the question. And it's a, I think um, anybody who's listening would understand that it's actually a very multifaceted, very well thought out question. Yes. And uh, uh, for that, I thank you. It's got a deep a, level. <laughs> it's a beautiful level. And I'm hopeful if the audience is, is understanding this and they can see that money, wealth, etc. You know, I've, I was 27 when I became financially free. At that time, maybe my thoughts, well, I can guarantee my thoughts were different to what I am now. You know, I had a near-death experience when I was 2006, so I was around about 31, 32 years old. So, you know, lots have changed, and we'll talk about those if you want to. But I'm going to ask the question directly. You you don't start the same person for all of your life, Mm. okay? So let's look at some theories here. If I can put some theory in place, Please. if you don't mind. And there's three things I wanted to cover. One is the phases of life. We call it the power phases in the Syndicus method. Then um, the second thing I want to cover is kind of like, who am I? So that person understands what my pros and cons and what my habits and my inner feelings are, which is basically your kind of like DNA code that's been given to you by the divine or the universe or, or you know, chance, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Yeah. And then the third thing is, and then how do I then create the strategy? That, that aligns me, that gives me something that I can use as a tool to empower me thereafter. So the first thing, let's look at the phases of life. People misunderstand that 
you get it. It's like a school teacher, like a school child. My eldest daughter. So she was um, a few years back. Now she's an investment banker. She's done different things. She kind of well, actually it was when she was finishing GCSEs, and she was going into A levels. And she basically turned and said something very simple. She said. Um, and she was getting quite stressed. She she picked her three A levels, and uh, she had to kind of stick with it. And one of the challenges she faced inside herself was the self challenge or self checking. I don't know what I want to do in life. So what am I doing at such a young age, selecting these these courses um, and these subjects? Are they going to service me in the future? Is that where I want to be? And the first thing I said to her, I said, "Harjot is her name. Harjot." I said, "Harjot, if I knew." what I wanted to, well, that I'd be doing what I am doing today, you know, serenading, evolving, unlocking the human capability, the mindset, the structure, the neuroscience of people, yeah. allowing them to attack and go for their life and live because we're in that space. I said, I probably would never have taken those first few steps within retail, within import, export, manufacturing, and uh, um, online sales, etc. All those sort of early days, 90s, mail order, we did, I've done so much in that space. I wouldn't have taken those journeys, would I? I would have gone straight for this right now. And she went a bit quieter and I said, she had tears in her eyes. And if she's listening to this podcast, she'll understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. And I said, if, if, you, if everybody knew what they wanted to do, they'd be doing something completely different to start off with. And I said, but you've got to understand that your first choice is in accordance with your current life right now. And nobody can see in the future. We will do whatever's necessary to achieve our end goal. We've yeah. got to find ourselves within a certain phase. But your current phase, my darling, is for you to take a decision and stick to it and allow yourself to evolve. So don't think that what you're choosing now is what you've got to do for the rest of your life. The moment I said that one line to her, all of a sudden a pressure just went... <sighs> and she didn't realise that she'd just been released and allowed to just be. Because what you're going to do now isn't what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And that's what we've got to accept. That's the first thing. So phases of life is what I'm talking about. So what does a phase of life mean? Imprint period, which we call zero to seven. That is a period where whatever one understands, whatever you're doing within relationships, within a brand new business, within a new vocation, within a new job, within family relationships and ties and then most importantly your own biological ecological flow of life the first phase of life is imprinting you put information in that has to be hard and fast if somebody said to me that this microphone that's under my mouth under my my voice is a table and if i was an imprint period i would take your word for it yeah thank you daniel can you move the table closer? Yeah. Everybody else may be having a laugh at our expense, but the fact is, in my world, in my world, if this is a table, if we liken this to the imprint period of life first, zero to seven years old, everything that your mum or the mother figure, could be a grandmother, could be anything, yeah. the maternal energy gives you is gospel. That's it. Yeah. If my mum had told me, son, this is a table, it's a table. It's a table, yeah. But the rest of my life is a table. Even when I'm mapping the information, we call it memory pegging. Even when I'm mapping the conversation of adding, oh, actually it's a, it's a microphone, later in life, my brain has to align the, the microphone feeling belief onto the original belief and feeling that I had as a table. Yeah. And then I have to repattern it. Do you understand? So, but the original will always have the framework of a table. 
That's what a table is, not one of those. So now, phase one is imprint period, zero to seven. Phase two is known as the modeling period of oneself. Yeah. So remember, we're talking about science first, yeah. then we're going to talk about myself, then we'll talk about how to unlock myself, and then how will I use this to find a mission and go forward. Yeah. So the first one is, the phase of life, phase one, is imprint. Phase two is modeling. This is when you look at a parental, paternal figure, a parent figure, a father figure, grandfather, uncle, whatever, if they're not yeah. in your life, but you're feeling for them. Then you start looking at little funny things like, how do they pick up a glass? Is it in the right hand, left hand? So they kind of turn the handle this way and how do they drink? So you model that person. You look and you see and you calibrate yourself and think, oh, I want to, you know, we can all remember doing it. <laughs> yeah, I want to look like my dad. I want to look like my, 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 my uncle. I think he's cool. You know, I want to do a bit like them, etc. This is now the phase of seven years old to 14. There's much more detail than this, but it's not enough for the podcast. I think we can probably do an individual podcast just on these points. Yeah. Then we have phase three, which is called the socialization phase, which is 14 to 21. If you notice, they're all in seven-year phases, 0 to 7, 7 to 14, 14 to 21. Yeah. This socialization period is when you start to relate to people who are outside of one's family, a school teacher, your best buddies and yeah. friends. And then, you know, when dad says or mum says the world is round and somebody says, no, the world is flat, mm -hmm. you may take that information on from the school teacher and come home and say, no, dad, no, mum. You see, you've got another messiah, you know, another person who's teaching you, another te another uh, swami, as we call it in, in our language, a teacher, a yeah. religious understanding teacher. So that's the information from the second, the third phase, which is socialization. And that's when you make bonds with your friends, a couple of very cool mates. Towards the latter half of each one of these phases, whether you're talking about imprint, modeling, socialization, socialization. at every last couple of years, questions come from within yourself. This is when sometimes people get confused and they're thinking, am I in the right job? Should I still be doing this? Uh, am I in the right relationship? Am I picking the right lessons? Pick, et cetera, et cetera. Does that make sense? So you question and the questions shift you into the next phase. Yeah. Modeling, socialization. The fourth phase, which is very, I'm gonna go to five, but the fourth phase is a nine or 10 dollar in, but fourth phase is maturity. This is when you start to already identify with things the way you understand it. For example, I wear shirts, I don't wear shirts. I close my top collar, I don't. I wear a tie, I don't wear a tie. Things that are a bit more personal and we now reflect upon how our journey has been. So, for example, yeah, I'm, I wake up at uh, seven o'clock in the morning yeah. or, you know, you're regular in that space. It becomes you. You start to tell people, no, I don't do that. When you're in your social session period, it's very, it's very frivolous. It's very bohemian. It's very open. Oh, yeah, okay, well, let's stay up, till, let's stay up all night. In your maturity period, you'll say, mm, I've got things to do in the morning. I'm going to go home now. Does that make sense? You're yes, starting to put some parameters mm -hmm. that serve me around yourself. Yeah. You choose those parameters. You're starting to become mature in your thinking. Then that's 21 to 28. And again, 26 to 28, you get questions. Then 28 to 35, which is the next seven-year phase, is called maturity plus. This is when we start to get questions upon self and say, what is my real purpose in this life? What am I trying to sort of like achieve? What's the world really about? What's my life really about? What's living about? You know, these sort of deep questions start to come through because it's no longer enough now. You know, you, this is what we're talking about when you're trying to acknowledge and connect people. So relating to your question is how do you get people to see their destinies? It depends truly of where they are 
in their phase period? Are they in, in imprint of their knowledge? Are they in modeling of their knowledge where they need a mentor? Are they then socialization where they're going to go out and give it a go themselves? Do you see? And then are they in the maturity phase of their job new mission, investment structure, are they there? So that means they can reflect upon the wins and wins and losses and yeah. stuff and say, yeah, okay, don't do that again. I'll do this again. I'll do that again. And then finally, what am I going to do with this wealth now? Or what am I going to do with my life now? What's my purpose? Have I got children? Have I not got children? Have I got the correct vehicle to pass yeah. information through to them? So this is kind of like a quick five phase, power phase, as we call it, from zero seven imprint relates to maternal energy zero so seven to 14 which is modeling which relates to a paternal energy 14 to 21 which relates to a teacher outside mentor energy then we go to the maturity phase which is self that's back to understanding self and understanding themselves and finding what's good what's bad that suits my life and my mission vision and then the maturity plus when you're phasing into a stage where you're thinking about what am I going to do with this? How do I do something special? What is my true purpose in life? What am I trying to achieve? What's the purpose of life? Yeah. Why am I even alive? You know, what is what is it all about? Yeah. Okay. So now let's liken this to somebody's journey in business, which is what we're talking about: property yes. investment, imprint period. They need they need evidential stuff. They need uh, knowledge, and that's this is what this is. This is a rent to rent. This is a a, a BR a buy renovate, refinance. This is, this, this is this. So you're giving those modulated knowledge pieces. Then they walk into the phase of modeling. Okay, so can you just confirm how you do this, please? Can I watch you? Can you mentor me? Can I bring a project to you? Can you help me? You see how this is working? Yes. Then they're going to, uh, what we do is a good mentor. A good mentor doesn't clip the wings of their mentee. So they don't worry about them staying with them forever. You want to be in a space where you want to sort of like get them to spread the wings like a parent to a bird and then get them out of the nest. And that's when the socialization comes, when they're going to go and play around. We call it the T-Rex moment. You're going to check your boundaries. You're going to keep going for stuff. Is that fair? Yeah, 100%. And then when they've got some wins, they've got some losses and you know, that's fine, they start walking into maturity phase. Well, what exactly is my business? What am I actually doing with myself? What can I achieve in life? And more importantly, what is my business? What do I do? Who am I? What am I actually really doing? So now going back into Maturity Plus, when they've hit some success and they repeat the things during maturity of the things that worked. No, it serves me to wake up in the morning. Oh no, it serves me to wake up later. Does that make sense? So they made yeah. these decisions among self. 100%. You know, I'll quickly interject quickly. You know, when people go through that phase where they, they, they got some results now, and once they got that little bit of a result, all of a sudden they're not getting any more results. Mm -hmm. And in my, in some few case studies, I've seen people who said it's property or never, it's entrepreneurship or never. And once they hit those stages where they had some success and then all, all of a sudden there's no more success and they had to go back to the career. I understand. What forms those patterns? So this is back to the same phase and we can then talk about who they are as a person, which is the next phase. You beautifully brought it into there. So, it, there is no such thing as never. If it's if you align your conscious and your unconscious brain through tools that I can teach, through the Synergus method like DFT method, it's a methodology that's called daily focused time that helps you with DFT focus. I'm happy to share with your audience um, a free and with no, no buy-in, by the way, just to let everybody know it's not a buy-in product. <laughs> you genuinely, it's free. We made it freeware through 2020 in the lockdown. 
and it's remained there. And what you do is you can watch a program with myself and Gary Setterfield, who's one of my business partners, an ex-mentee actually, very similar to yourself and Kevin. And um, we'll talk. We talk specifically about a seven-step process that you can actually follow yourself that empowers you to be able to come to a clear conscious and unconscious alignment and an answer and, and a, a non-distractive action to do, yeah. to-do list. Okay, so you can follow that. We can sure, sure share that by sure. So those are the tools we will use. In phase two, we're talking about who am I, we need to unlock ourselves. Phase one, we were talking just a moment ago about the actual power phases where, where am I on the journey of the learning, which is the key part, yeah? So if I start to understand where I am on the journey, there's a, there's a little bit more I want to touch on that, just a second, about psychology, should I say. If you could just repeat that last question, we'll do it again. The actual biology, people in yoga, they'll say things like, every seven years you have a phase of life, you change, you know? Life has changes every seven years. Every seven years expect different of yourself, want to achieve things differently. Here's where the science comes in. It's absolutely evident there, you know, imprint, modeling, socialization, maturity, maturity plus. Now the point of this is the why, because the first bit, let's look at biology. It's a really clever question, actually. The first bit would be to say that, what is the first organ that refreshes itself? replenish itself. So that's basically reconstruct itself as your skin. The skin's the largest organ of your body. And every three weeks, no cell is the same. Most of the cell is shed away and come off by changing clothes, showering, bathing, that kind of thing. So every three weeks, the, 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 the largest organ is your skin and has replaced. So the last point, last organ, last part of your human attire body structure that replaces is your marrow in your bones and that takes seven years to change so cellularly it's completely changed every seven years it's very powerful to learn this mm. here's the cool part if none of me is the same what part of me wants me to be the same mm. so this is when we have those urges and shifts and changes and every seven years we're looking for a new something new is shifting us into the next modeling into the socialization into the maturity maturity plus because none of me is the same and this is what i showed with my daughter and i said if you're not going to be the same in seven years time my darling how would you expect to do the same that's why people like yourself and myself have had coveted journeys of ups and downs but coveted journeys of change you know we've done different things and now we found our life I, i've been on this journey since 2009 and 10 um when i've started to started to mentor people and my mentoring now is very evolved and very different to what I was doing when I first started off. I, you know, I was, that's how Gary, one of my uh, co-partners and business people, actually we met. I was, I was actually mentoring him in, this, in a speaking uh, conversation, you know, in how to speak on professional stages and things of that sort of nature. So how does that help our audience? And what is it that we can do to align ourselves with our destiny, with ourselves, is the phase two, which we need to learn. Step two is to learn ourselves. So you need to stretch yourself to go and do an assessment of self. Don't you can use as many as you want, but the one we I specify is one that we've helped construct. It's on DISC, but it's a little bit more detailed than DISC. DISC is dominant, influencer, stability, and compliant. I'm happy to cover some of this if you want me to. Yeah. So in a world where entrepreneurs today are quite focused on instant result mm -hmm. and the money, you know, I, I say this specifically because one of the things that drives me 
at the very early part of my journey in property, in business, in general. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years now and I've never actually achieved so much success than I have actually seen in the last couple of, you know, yes. probably the last six years. Even though in 2015, I lost 150,000 pounds. I remember. But that was 150,000 pounds loss and business. But now I've built a, you know, a multi-million pound business. So if you then look through the process, sometimes you hit those break walls. Sometimes you have all these different challenges, but the least you've ever been is not the largest you've ever become. But we now live in a world where the first thing that comes to mind is money. Mm-hmm. People's patterns of thinking, people patterns of sort of fulfillment is focused on our money. But looking back 20 plus years of what I've achieved in my life, and I've actually come to realize that everything is from the inside. Yes, absolutely. So we, I talk about a product called the Power Plan. So the 70 2010 power plan 70% of everything we do in our life is destined and discussed by genetics and our psychology our mindset you could say 70% mindset 20% is about the strategy the structure what now what next and the plan and the the organization you've got to have a plan we all know the fail to plan plan to fail fail. yeah we know that that's 20% and only 10% is actually taking the action because if you can chisel your brain to, to know exactly what action to take, it doesn't take you that long at all. It's when you have a diffused, what we call a paralysis out there, when you have a, a procrastinative mindset, things that, I, I, you know, you'll fill your life up with stuff to do instead of getting the stuff that you need to do right. So these are the things that we've got to try to understand. So hence, you know, when you used a word, uh, a moment ago that uh, I want instant and uh, gratification. I was going to use the word gratification, but I didn't want to do, absolutely, you know, <laughs> disrespect you, but instant gratification or I need the results now, all those sort of things. That's from a particular psychometric. So we were talking a moment about DISC. If we can understand our own personal psychometric, we can start to understand our needs, more importantly, genetically, not just how you've adopted and adapted information, just because I'm speaking, you're quiet, does that mean you can't speak? Mm. No, you've chosen an adoption and you've adapted to the current situation. But inside, everything that I'm sharing, as is everybody else here, is translating this, not into a language, into a private code that really resonates with me as a human being, depending on which part and which phase of my life I'm at. So if I can go back to the disc, dominant individuals tend to be driven by end results they need to be pushed they need resist resistance they require some form of you can't do that a bit like yourself and i grabbed you and said okay and by the way i did read you yeah that's why i use those specific words so what's i got to do with you and what are you going to do about it yeah and those things were like stopped you to think <clears throat> initially it was like didn't this guy listen to me? It's like I was trying to tell him my passion and he just now questioned me and challenged yeah. me in my moment. But then after you start thinking, hang on, I'm going to prove him right. So that dominancy comes back in and says, I'm going to prove him right. I'm going to do it. So this is your natural state of I can. Let's do it then. So then you had to engage the other states to make that success because every business has a, 
dominant D, which could be a very good director, a very good um, managing director, a lead, only if they know that they are that way, because they can also be very abusive, very ab ag aggressive. They can be very dismissive. Does that make sense? And they can accidentally be end goal driven and not see anybody en route. You might be thinking either of yourself when you're listening to this, or alternatively, you might be thinking of people around you who are causing that kind of an effect on you. Yeah, then and, you, and not to focus on attention to detail. No like, detail at all. Just... Trust me, is is detail is out of the question, and that's a significant point that we're going to point out with the C, because the C sounds shows similar traits. I don't want to, excuse me, I don't want to share that a bit too early, but I'll share with you in a minute. So the D, dominant, end result, end driven, no details, very determined, and most importantly, they have to win. Hmm. They have to be there. They have to achieve it. They are the ones who tend to get very stuck and lonely after they've achieved, because somebody needs to give them the next contention for them to smash through and achieve. His smile, about, if you're watching you're this on, me there. Yeah, if you're looking at this now on, on podcast, if you're listening, if you're watching the visual podcast or on YouTube, look at this smile. He's waking up, I'm he's going, very, oh, I need oh, to go to the next stage. I'm like yes. a lion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely you are. So now here's the conversation. So then you have the I, influencer. The D has a color red, by the way, just to let you know, very attracted to the red. In the space, you'll see a little bit of, sh you know, shoes, a little streak of red in the background. They don't take orders very well. They have to deal with it themselves. Yeah. They have to make the orders, that kind of thing. Then you've got the eye. And the eye energy, which is the influencer, they are the people that are they're friends with everybody. They can connect with everybody. They can, they can open any door. But they don't tend to deliver. Not because of anything else, because that was their mission. You know, they're not great completers. They don't finish everything very well. They'll start, they're plate spinners, you know, plate spinners. They'll move stuff around and they'll start this, start that, start this, start that, but they don't finish it, you know? Initially, if you really understand the value of the eye, you'll realize their job is to get it moving, yeah. get the inertia going. And once the inertia's, once you've pushed heavily, the inertia's moving, somebody else's job is to take over and then to complete and finish. But if you don't know those people, you'll see them as flaky individuals, people who don't follow through, always promise, over-promise, etc., etc. So they've got a hidden nature. Well, firstly, their colour is yellow. They're very bright, very, very personable, very great friends, and they know how to influence people. Accidentally, if they don't know they're an I, they could accidentally even end up manipulating people, which is very important to understand not to do that. Manipulation and inspiration or influence are two different things where you can influence somebody to inspire themselves to go forward and take and achieve. Then you can influence somebody to achieve something that serves you yeah. and not that person. Yeah. So when you're serving them, that's called inspiration. When you're serving them to serve you with no benefit to them, that's, that's a manipulation. And I, don't, I do not agree with that. So even when I teach people this, so you might be thinking, how can I learn all this stuff? And I can go through this much more detail. I'm very selective of who sits in our rooms. Because if I can't see the integrity, if I can't understand this, and I can quite quickly, I've written three books in this human nature, psychometrics and body nanotensions and stuff. If I don't see it, I would be tooling somebody up who's going to abuse and exploit others. It's only a phase of life. That doesn't mean that they're always going to be like that. That means they don't really know their ability. Yeah. And they're thinking, well, I'm good at that, so I'll just keep it going. So there's the I, yellow. They start great starters. Then we have the, and both the D and the I's in, the, in this scenario or the spectrum of profiles, they are what we classify and call extroverted energies, which means basically they, if they feel down and disoriented, they will go out into the public agenda and they'll connect with another human being. Does that make sense? And they get vibrancy energy from other people. The eye will go to anywhere, 
that the D will only go to a trusted group of people who don't judge him or her. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because he or her has got nothing to do with this. They're extroverted energy. They recharge themselves in the external environment with another human being. Then you have, if we go back a second, to the um, S and the C. So the S stands for stability. Their color is green if you're looking at colors, yeah? So red is D, I is yellow, S is green. So the green people are the green people. They like ecology. They like balance. They like to be supportive. They they want to be a part of a big mission, but they don't want to lead it. But they want to be a part of it. They want to encourage other people. They want to engage them. They're very good at, at supporting people and getting the best out of them. And they're never chameleons. They're always very humble and in their own space and they're good with that does that make sense they don't need the limelight they don't need the branding they don't need i ams all over the place in fact they're quite happy to support an i am yeah? yeah as long as they're being respected and loved super loyal their unsung rhetorical question remember the the d's rhetorical question we call it a power uh, unanswered power question is specifically about am i winning that's the D's job. The I's is, am I being loved? Everything they do is hidden by that. And we're still friends, aren't we? Yeah, we're have, still friends. We're, we're okay, aren't we? You know, that kind of energy. Yeah. And the D is like, yeah, I did it first. Have I done it first? In my head, I'll be thinking, yeah, I got it first. I got it first. That's good. It's good. It's good. I can talk to you about it. And then the S energy would be, am I safe? They're not interested in winning, being first, or, or loved and that kind of thing. They will give the love unconditionally. But they need to be safe and secure and stable, hence why stability is there. So they're in the question, their rhetorical question, they're soft natured, they're heart centric, they're very, very maternal energy, very warm. Um, and they will do things for you. They're the type of people who put a cup of coffee or a drink for you without you even thinking and asking about it. Those sort of energies. And they will ask themselves, am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe in everything they do? Don't go too fast. That's not safe. That doesn't mean they're weaker than you. In fact, the S energy is always poo-pooed and looked down upon, but actually they're the most stable, they're most consistent, and you can always see that they don't shine out, but when you go to them, they've always got a, a pot of gold, they've always got that organized, they've always got the house in the right place, they've always got themselves very organized. Does that make sense? They're very stable. So am I safe? They're very quick to understand what do I need to make myself safe? You have the C compliance, fourth energy, which is the conscientiousness, or the people who think a lot. So that's the blue energy, if you're coloring colors. They are strategic. They are steps. They are order. They are organization. They are process-driven. They are um, facts, figures, knowledge, specialists. They are true experts in their field. They're the ones who will accrue committedly. Um, you know, they've got a uh, 12 years worth of, uh, 12,000 hours worth of research. They're also very much in the space of understanding their pros and their values of oneself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they're very strategic in their thinking, but they, they also have a little downside where they don't necessarily take action too quickly. And sometimes they want too much information or they dis they share too much information, which overrides everybody. The difference, but I said to you, they're very in their space and they know where they're going, which is very much D energy as well, yes? But there's a succinct difference. And I said to you, remember, details so the dominant d doesn't do details they're like where do you need to go i'll work it out mm. en route so they start now and the c says analysis paralysis mm. hang on a second give me more information me more. first sorry i hope that helps a little bit so yeah it does and i just wanted to quickly because i had this burning question i had to quickly throw it into into what you've just said so 
the disc is almost like your personality types. Correct? It is. Now, the S energy, mm-hmm. are these people entrepreneurs? Beautiful question. Very powerful. So I was recently on a podcast where I was asked to assist people to understand what kind of entrepreneur they are. Yeah. And then it was on a, it was on a property podcast like yours, and it was like, what kind of property investor am I? Okay. So would that help yes. if I go through those profiles? Yeah. So everybody has all four natures within them. Everybody is a D, everybody's an I, everybody's an S and everyone's a C. We're all heart centric, which is the S energy. We can all start and be vibrant and be fun with people. We can all be end goal driven as well. And we can all process information. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. So we've got all of them. We can all lead. We can all uh, sell. We can all, we can sell. We can even to ourselves and we can all love care and we can also um, think things through in a systematic format. Yes. Yes. So we're all of them. The question is on the inside, which is our nature and outside, which we showed people as an adapted or adopted nature. As I said earlier on, you're listening to me, you're not talking, that doesn't mean you can't speak. You've taken an adoption of being the host and supporting myself as your guest to get the knowledge out. Yeah, That's your specialism here. So you're changing the framework, but inside you're still thinking like Daniel. I can hear those questions, I can see them, and I can see you twitching and I can see you right now. So that's still you inside, can you see? Yeah. So what we need to understand is that if you've done DISC before, a lot of the DISC assessments don't give you your natural traits. They hide that natural profile from you. They give you the, all the others, they give you for free, because what they do is they rope you in. Now that you've just given them an assessment, they now know everything about you on a social basis. So they'll show you those type of pictures, show those type of engagements, and get you to take those type of actions. It's a very strong influential tool. Our system... Nothing like that. The moment a person does an assessment, I can't even log in to get their information. It is not allowed by choice. No backdoor, no nothing. The only person who receives it is you. You do the assessment, you'll yeah. get an email, you take it and you read it. And if I, if ever you want to share that with somebody, you have to send it to them yourself. Yeah. Okay, so now going back to the conversation. Every single human being needs to know the natural state. So the first thing you've got to understand is your natural profile. So if you don't know that, you're guessing and you're winging it, everybody. So what does this mean? This means I should know my pros, I should know what I really love to do inside, and I should also know what I tend to overlook as well, like what I ignore, is that making sense? Yes. So my weaknesses and my strengths, let's call that. So there's an old saying that says, keep my friends closer, but keep my enemies closer still. So replacing that with a a lovely conversation saying, keep my strengths close, so I know what I'm good at, but actually deeper than that is to find out how can I keep my weaknesses closer than that so I can understand what I'm actually missing. How can I actually help somebody in a quicker, easier way? How can I unlock somebody else in conversation? And what are my traits? What are my habits to take away? So they all come from nature. Some people will start business and they, uh, they absolutely smash it. Then they're bored of it and they want to sell it. That's very much a D way of doing it. Yeah. Then you have an I. Some people, they start consistent. They start businesses and then don't make a completion of it because great ideas and you call them ideapreneurs. Okay. And by the way, I'm not renouncing any of the power of any of these profiles. Yeah. These are people who are not found themselves. But the moment you've unlocked your potential, you know straight away who you are, what you are, and you'll attract the others into your life. Yeah. That's what it is. It's about partnerships, about connecting, it's about finding all the energies. 
A D makes a brilliant managing director. An S makes, sorry, an I makes an amazing salesperson. An S makes amazing HR. A C makes amazing auditors, operations, accounts. Got it? So now we realize we need all four of those energies. No are better, no are worse. Because once you're unlocked, you'll start to realize that's the case. So let's liken this to a sat nav. A car satellite navigation, what do we do? We open up sat-nav, start the car, and we, on our phone or whatever, and we put the address in and press send. Then it plots plots the route, doesn't it? Yes, it does. But there's one hidden feature which no one talks about. Because you've put the destination in, yep. but it cannot work unless it's plotted you right now. Yeah. So it then there's a secret thing. It checks where are you right now, mm -hmm. because I've got to get from here to here. And where you're going. God, I've got to go around. So this is, that's my destiny destination but i need to unlock myself to find out where am i right now yeah. on my phases power phases is what i was talking to you about that's why it took such a long time to go through this my apologies everybody hopefully it's been valuable what phase am i in my real life do i even know myself as a human being what my traits my pros and cons are what my habits are and then finally how can i now turn this into a strategy a strategy that can be followed for example a actual route a plan a roadmap to financial, emotional success. So we said something earlier with reference to the journey of everything. So whether I'm becoming an entrepreneur, if I know that I am a dominant person, I also know that I have a weakness. Remember, I keep weaknesses, I don't like details if I'm that person. So I should have a C in my world. And I also know I'm, I don't really care too much about people. So I should have an S in my world. And then maybe, do you know what? Some of the stuff that doesn't necessarily get opened very quickly, like a quick sale. I'll tell you what, I needed a salesperson in the world as well. So you bring all four energies to make a successful business. And the same for the eye. The eye should know all of those same points. They can do the selling, but they need somebody to lead and to ensure that we finish. Somebody to manage the figures and somebody to manage the team. Then they go to the S energy. S energy knows that they're not good for sales. They're great for keeping the team together and organizing human rights and structure. They need somebody to lead, they need somebody to sell, and they also need somebody to do the figures. And the figures person accidentally could think they could do all of it as well. Anybody who's not locked and doesn't do an assessment, doesn't know themselves, they're going to be in this um, half-able space. They require, the C requires a seller, they require somebody to keep the team together because they haven't got time for that. And they also require somebody to lead because they don't want to, they want to just do the figures and make sure we're making money. Yeah. So there's the four types of areas. Every single person who is unlocked, irrelevant of your psychometric, if you're unlocked and you believe it and understand it, you then put the strategy together, which is now to find the right mentors to stretch your roadmap. How can I take action is when I'm unlocked. Sometimes when I'm going, I'm likening it back to the conversation of conscious unconscious, the alignment using the DFT tool. It's a whole host of uh, synergous tools that we've created where you know I need to get this action done right now. The key is, whatever your psychometric, do you know it? And do you know your flaws, but your pros as well? And if you know your flaws, then you should be able to attract the other four energies to complete that pod. We call it power teaming, yes? Then, in your groups, for example, uh, you'd have people you know, they're fine to work on their own, but they're going to make a mistake because they don't do details. So they require the other three energies and the one in the middle, and you just pod them together. It's like, hang on a second, why don't you, you, and you, and you get together? This way, everyone will be successful. This way, even the people who think they're not made for business, everybody's made for business.
because everything is the same. Whether you're working for somebody or in business, you're still doing a full day's worth of work with a focus. Some yeah. people require frameworks and some people don't. Yeah. The key here is do I know? And that's the key. The key is do I know what I am, what my nature is, and what my flaws are? So I should pull those fours yep. in and say, do you know what? Daniel, Kevin, Gary, we should work together. We make a complete team, have you noticed? Yeah. And then it's like, you better get out of the way. Millie, please, let's work together. And all of a sudden you'll realize that everything's starting to flow. But can I touch on something? Yes, please. Going back to the power phases. Yes. That answers your question, but I, it's very important to understand this. As a power phase, every single relationship is a relating ship, a related kindred ship, which is where the kindred ship comes from. Everybody, if you don't relate to each other, that means you don't take the time to listen to your language have the tools and the ability to speak your language. And I'm not talking about French, English, you might as well be, but I'm talking about actually understanding you as a human being, using the power words, the trigger words, something that keeps you moving forward as the D, something that keeps you fun, excited, excitable, interested as an I, something that keeps you safe and secure as an S, or something that gives you structure and plan and realization that you're following in a flow as a C. If you don't, if you don't do that, you're always going to fall out with people. And mm -hmm. you need to understand you can relate to these people, a related ship. Just because you're blood connected and blood related, my father said, just because you're blood related, that doesn't make you relations. You still have to work on relating to that person. So you have to be aware of who they are. Can you imagine being able to read people in seconds? That's what I teach. I want to unlock you so you can read other people and then create the plan of connection with everyone. Wow. 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 That's what I want to do. Wow, Suki. So every this single is... thing has to work. Everyone who's listening, you can all be successful at everything you do. Let me tell you, we have a 100% hit ratio. The people, we don't clip your wings. When it's time for you to move on, go and become the wonderful Dr. Daniel, as you, Moses, as you are now. Nobody clipped your wings. Everyone said, get on with it. We support you. And now you're somebody today who's seeing your destiny and feels it. If you're confused, what is it that I've got to do in life? Come and see and seek out Daniel. Yeah. Come and seek out myself if you want to uh, find us, connect and do something good for yourself. Mm. Don't waste your time. time. Get aligned. Seven steps it takes you just to get your conscious and unconscious right. Seven clean steps. It's like you just become completely active and focused. Overwhelm, thing of the past. Confusion, thing of the past. A hundred percent of every single thousands of people using this come back saying, and by the way, they start become very successful and very active. But let me share. Remember I told you about these phases? One key thing that everybody remembers, you must remember when you start becoming successful and start achieving those lower goals and stuff like that, guess what happens? Your brain says, I don't need DFT or someplace anymore and they just start to plumb yeah, it again yeah i've seen i've seen that happen to a lot of people yeah i've seen people even come into our property courses yeah, and then they learn one thing then it's like oh no no that's fine i only just need you to teach me one step and, I'm and that's fine. fine and then they go and make so many different mistakes. types of mistakes yes and, and, and we're hurting inside again come on you got such potential yeah. you know just please listen to me just please listen to me but no yeah. the point is that the people who are actually listening to you as well, even they will go through phases. Yeah. And that's when you see people blame mentors. Oh, that mentors didn't work for me. That yeah. didn't work for me. That didn't work for yeah. me. And they just keep moving. I actually had a very interesting conversation a couple mental of weeks skip. ago. <laughs> yeah, mental skip. And this individual said, oh, I spent over a hundred thousand pounds. I've, <laughs> I've, I've been educated. I've had mentors. I don't need them anymore. And I said, great. Great. God oh, bless you. This is why you need more mentors. 
But you don't need more mentors. You actually need one mentor that can actually help you to your next five-year journey. Unbelievably said. Beautifully said. And, and also, a real mentor is very selfless. A real mentor knows that we're not going to be together for life as a mentee. It's different when they evolve and become like Kevin and, and, and the rest of the people in your journey who are actually working in that in your direct capacity. That's different. A real mentor won't cut your, clip your wings. A real mentor will say, stretch, come on, you can do it. Let's go. I'm underneath you. That's what you need. That's what mentors are for. Mentors are there to, to unlock your potential. And that's what you need to do. You need to get into the, if you're listening, the key message you need to know is to stop procrastinating, get onto a, I've got a course, which I think we probably might share and do within your community, which yeah. is to say bye-bye to procrastination. That'd be the first step. Second step is to go and learn yourself. Let me tell you, after I've given you the bye-bye to procrastination, it's an afternoon course. The students will have the tools. A real mentor like you and myself, we don't hold the tools back. We give you the tools and say, yeah. can you use them at will? At will. That's the key. Yeah. And that's when you know you've got yourself a real mentor. Yeah. So every single person who deals with myself, and I'm, and I'm not going to take this into a morbid stage, but I need to yeah. share this very openly. Accepting death liberates you. Because there's only one truth in this world, that you will die. But my late father, Randeesing, used to say, Wahiwala used to say, accept death, liberate yourself from it, and then don't die before your time. Don't die before your time. That means live to the end of your days. Go for it, every single thing. Know that I'm going to go, live with honor, live with self-respect, and assist and help other people. Earn an honest living, give back to society, give back to people who need you, and then also connect to yourself, you know, self-orientation, whether that's through prayer, meditation, or DFTs and structures, the tools that serve you. Remembering, checking who I am, where I am, which phase of my life am I at? And this is very clear. It's, it's like at 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 40, uh, 42, 49, yeah, 56. I guarantee you, these, these ages I've just given, every single listener, please write them down. I'll write them again. 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, and 56. Let's stop there for a second. It's just seven years, okay? Every one of you, if whatever stage and phase you are in your life, every one of the significant, those ages, you have done something significant that has changed your life. Mm. Significant shift, change, direction, uh, relationships, got married, lost marriage, had children, um, moved yourself forward, career changes, started business for yourself, jacked in the business, whatever. Something specific has happened to you, guaranteed, in the seven-year phases. Because, because why? If none of me is the same, what part of me still wants the same? Yeah, It's not possible. So you will change. I hope that's helping everybody here. Um, I, I really, really love this. This has come out from nowhere. We hadn't planned yeah, this, and no. it's so wonderful in the conversation. But I, I have to emphasize, there's phases that you live within. There's a genetic order that you need to unlock of yourself for success. Then it's now, what do I plan and structure? How do I now deliver this? And then finally, when you get to that final stage of understanding, it's about getting your mission clear about the rest of the world, the rest of your life, the rest of your time, not just about me, 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 me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Interesting you said this. And recently I wrote a book called The Test, mm -hmm. Transition from the Ordinary to the Extraordinary. 
And whilst I sat down to write that entire book, one thing made sense when the day I dropped the pen, the day I finally, you know, I finished writing it, it said everything was connected through the adversity, through the roller coaster, everything made sense because it took me to who I have become so that others can can see that same part or those who are actually going through this that part of their life mm. so they can implement the same strategies because one of the things that we have or we are forgetting in today's world is that everything that you go through in your life is leading you to somewhere and just listening to you speaking about different phases of life from the moment you're 17 so mm. from the moment you're seven you're 14 and you you actually went through them mm. but i can't remember the exact numbers it all absolutely makes sense that over time, when you look back, you have changed. I love it. You have and become someone else. You have. And the reason why you didn't remember the times is because you actually started to reminisce on those ages. That then forgets the age. You're now focused on what you're doing. Hence, I read body language for many years. Yeah. So it's it's just seven times tables. So 7, 14, 21, uh, 28, 35, 42, 49, 56 and on. So you can get a pen and paper and just write those down. But the phase that you're talking about, you can relate to that because you've been through it. We talk about evidence and experience. Experience can also be handed down. Yeah. And I have seven generations of it, which has been blessed from ourselves. We've always had a religious understanding. We've always had a business understanding. We've always had a um, helping back philanthropic understanding in our Wahiwala clan. Our Wahiwala brand name, should I say, it was gifted to us as a title in 1800s wow. um, to my fifth grandfather, Kanhiasing. And it was gift, gifted by the king at the time of Punjab, Maharaja Ranjit Singh, and was a title given. So that title, because my elders were a, a, a kind of like a, a confide, a person who would look at the religious texts and help somebody moving forward. So like a gyanni, a priest, a, a, a somebody of that sort of nature, a rabbi or a, a religious person, yeah, a molana. And all those energies, they basically came and helped and they were given land. So what did they do even those days? In those days, they realized that they didn't need that. We were wealthy. We already had businesses, land. We already had, um, uh, with gratitude, I don't tell this from the from an arrogant space. I'm telling you from a space of realizing self, understanding. So they already realized that we have enough. How can we now create for more? They basically were given the gifted of the land. They put a mosque, a mandir, a temple, and a gurdwara, a Sikh gurdwara. And then they build 10, 20 houses and they gifted and seeded a community. Mm. And that community now is a city. It's called Wahiwala, actually, to be honest with yourself. It's still south wow. of Lahore uh, in what's now in Pakistan uh, as opposed to India. But it's, it's been cut off by Punjab in 1947. And ironically, today is the 15th of August 2023. It's actually Independence Day of India. And yesterday uh, was the Independence Day of Pakistan. So Pakistan and India were created by the British Empire by slicing one country into two mm. uh, on the 14th of August, 40, uh, 47 and, um, 1947 and the 15th of August, 1947, which then displaced a lot of people without going into too much detail. But yeah. the point I'm trying to say is that that knowledge that was elded for our, for our elders has been percolating within us we can all share we can feel that learning and be able to share it with other people so i think all of us need to have the responsibility self-responsibility to find ourselves 
to understand ourselves, to be able to unlock our potential, yeah. to be able to put a strategy and a plan in place, lock in, get into what is my purpose in life? What am I really trying to achieve? And then after you've done those sort of things, okay, so what am I now going to leave on this planet to help others? You know, if I can get somebody in this podcast at whatever their journey of life and they can create the change, that's wonderful. The test, you were talking about your brilliant book. Um, when you were writing it, you realized everything was connected. Of course, it's interconnected. Guess why? Because it's you. Your source code is the connector to all of it. They don't connect to each other. They connect via you. You're the conduit. Yeah. And that's the key that you wrote about. That's what you were talking about. Of course, it's connected. And being able to help somebody... Um, without a plan to help them and help yourself. Remember, you must always put the gas mask or the oxygen mask on yourself first. First, because you're useless to somebody else. Is that mm -hmm. fair? So what we need to understand is that, how can I help others by helping myself first? And once you've had your fill, you will naturally start to help other people. Because in the Sikh faith, I'm a, I'm a British-born Sikh. And in Sikhi, we call it, we clearly state that we should have everything you want in life. You should have a marriage. You should have children. You should have a family. You should have a business. You should have income. You should have a connection to self. You should have a connection to the world. You should be faith-driven. You should have some faith of some kind, universal faith, whatever it is, spiritually. And your main core, the three tenets of Sikhs are keep connected to self, which is Nam, which is connection of connection of the name of God, but reciting something that keeps you working could be a mantra that works for you if you're not God-believing. Then girth, which is basically to create and earn an honest income, an honest income of unlocking, helping, serving others by earning money as well. And then the third element is to share that knowledge, not just money, knowledge, experience, all those ups and downs that you've picked up. That makes you as the individual, so that when somebody actually asks you something, Daniel, you are looking back at your storage and saying, ah, oh, hang on a second, that happened to me over here. This is what I didn't do. Yes. So son, do this, or daughter, do that. Sister, do this, brother, do this. Does that make sense? Mm. So everything makes us and brings us to this point, but we've had people who've had some serious adversities in their life, very raw adversities. And in that moment, in that heat, they can't work out why this happened to yeah. them. So if you're listening, and I'm not trying to belittle this, please take my honest respect. If you've been through abuses of any kind and stimulations and things that hold you back, they're real. If you're in a depression, this is real. But you need to turn around and think beyond it. At some stage, you will reflect back upon yourself and somebody who crosses your path has gone through the same experience and you will then be able to turn around and help that person with the same experience that you've gone through and how you stood on your feet, how you regained yourself, how you earned your own stripes back and lived your life again. Remember, I want to end on one point. We will all die. Every truth, every faith, every one of us knows we will die. That's the only real truth we've got in this world. Yeah. But don't die before your time. Live, live right to the end. When is your time? Go humbly, be fulfilled, and know that you've lived an unlocked life that's achieved and helped others. On this journey here, Gary and myself, we were talking about reflecting. I've, I've just done 49 only last week. And my children, my eldest daughter, and all the children, in their own words, right, Dad, maybe one day you'll actually stop to reflect on all that you have achieved and given to this world and to others. 
And I finished all the sentences off and said, yes, that was destined for me, but I feel blessed that I was able to be able to unlock that potential mm. and align with my destiny and understand that wherever I am, I didn't do it from an I place. Whatever I own in my life, whatever I am in my life is not mine. It's the divine and divine only it, because yeah. we're not creating new things. Mm. We're living and learning and we're absorbing and we're re regurgitating and we're learning from wisdom of past, wisdom of current. Wisdom is only created by a simple loop of understanding you've taken an action, reflecting upon the action unconsciously and then consciously understanding what have I just learned? Yeah. Only then does some knowledge become wisdom is when mm. you can actually share with another. Yeah. All of us have one understanding, teach another and you will then truly understand. Wow. Thank you so much, Suki, for coming all the way two hours drive to Bromley, it's to the podcast, the Wealth and Business podcast. And it's been an absolute pleasure. This is not going to be the first or last episode. Yay. We're just going to do multiples because Bless. you've shared so much wisdom that I think entrepreneurs need to embed in themselves from the heart Wow! in order for them to be that true extraordinary that they truly want to become. Thank you. On this note... Thank you guys for watching and please make sure you give uh, Suki a follow on all his media outlets. He's on Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook. So make sure you go and check him out and we cannot wait to be announcing some things that we're planning to do uh, to the community so that every one of us can become that true transitioned entrepreneur. We'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you.